Welcome, or welcome back, to Playtime Radio. If this is your first time listening to the show, thank you so much for tuning in. The show's format is super simple. I'm going to answer the love and sex questions that you've submitted to me, and I'm also going to play some songs that you should add to your sex playlist. To submit your own question or song request, you can head to yourplaytimeradio.com, or you can find a link in the show's Instagram page under Playtime Radio 69. I also post a lot of mood board images and things that you might like on there, so go give that a follow. And I'm also on Facebook under Playtime Radio. And now, I want you to unwind and relax, and crack open a bottle of wine, light a candle, align your chakras, do some kegels. I've got a really great episode in store for you guys this week, so I hope you really enjoy it. And now I'm going to start with the first question. Hey. My boyfriend took videos of me while we were having sex, but I didn't know he was filming me because we were doing doggy. I asked him about it and he said that he would never share that, but I'm sure he sent it to his friends. I'm really worried that this has happened multiple times, never with my consent, and I want to end it with him, but I'm afraid he'll send the video around if I break up with him. I hate feeling like he has something to hold over me, and I really love him, but I don't know what to do or whether to break up with him. Any advice really appreciated. I'm really, really sorry that this has happened to you, and I wish that this was never a problem people face. But the most important thing about sex isn't how good it feels, but that it's consensual. And this is such a huge red flag. I mean, that your boyfriend doesn't respect you enough to ask your consent. And it's an even bigger red flag that he knows you're uncomfortable with it and hasn't apologized or offered to delete the video. I know you stressed how much you love him, but I hate to break it to you. No one who loves you would do that to you. Also, I really, really hope that you aren't a minor because that would be distribution of child pornography. And actually, I think the whole thing is totally illegal either way because last year this was categorised as a punishable offence under voyeurism in the UK. Taking non-consensual videos of someone having sex and especially sending them to your friends is so egocentric and cowardly. Also because he hasn't offered to delete the video or apologised or even let you look through his phone and see the video. And if you know that your boyfriend took videos of you without your consent, I would break up with him immediately. Someone who has that little respect for you and your body is not worth staying with, no matter the circumstances. Like I just said, voyeurism is a criminal offence in the UK now, but I'm really not the best person to advise you on what to do if you decide to take legal action. If you're worried that videos of you have been distributed or shared online, you should definitely press charges, in my opinion. I suggest you get legal counselling from any lawyer you might know personally. Um, I also discuss it with someone you trust. But if you don't have access to legal advice, you should consult some sexual abuse hotlines. I would look into a hotline that you think is appropriate. Like I know um, if you're in the UK that you might think Rape Crisis England and Wales hotline isn't right for you. But they do deal with all kinds of sexual abuse. And yes, this is abuse and they can redirect you. Also, I want to say, don't feel stupid. You're the victim here, and I normally hate labelling people as the victim, but this is a crime. I'm also going to link Everyone's Invited's Instagram page in the show notes. Um, If you guys haven't heard of this page, they've exposed a lot of school and universities in the UK for sexual abuse among students, and I know they're also now working on a project with US schools and universities. Um, They have a lot of resources for sexual abuse victims, um, I don't feel comfortable giving you like much more advice than that, but 
if you follow the links to the hotlines they recommend you or the websites then you should be able to get better help again I'm so sorry that this has happened to you and I really suggest that you speak to a professional and you break up with him no one deserves to like no one deserves this to happen to them and um, I really hope the situation gets under control and that you can resolve the issue with legal action if need be I'm gonna play Orion's Belt by Sabrina Claudio I hope you guys like it This mess of emotions got his body questioning Is this feeling alright He's studying my freckles like the constellations And he's looking for signs I know that you're not used to this But will you let me teach you? Your mind is asking for my love And you just need to hear it Try not to wander off too much Don't let your fears control you Keep you attentive with authentic kisses Filled with I'll show you How it's supposed to feel when we Orion's Belt by Sabrina Claudio. I hope you guys like that one. This is the next question. 
Please teach me how to ride. I can't seem to do it and my boyfriend really wants me to be on top. I think it might be difficult because I'm heavier than him and I'm worried I'm going to crush him. I just can't seem to get the motion right. Thanks. Let me guess. You're trying to go about this by just moving up and down? Doesn't always work. I have some advice and I think this is really going to help because I think girl on top is an amazing position. And once you get the hang of it, I'm sure you'll love it. And trust me, your boyfriend will too. The first thing that's really important is the position. I think people watch porn and they assume this position has to be executed with a lot of force or that you, I don't know, you need a really big bum to do this. But frankly, I think this is really hot when it's slow. The easiest way to get into this is to be straddling your boyfriend when he's sitting and you have your knees either side of him. But if you haven't got the hang of it, don't try riding him while you're both lying down or where only he's lying down. The good thing about straddling him is that you can hold on to him for support. Basically, you want to ease into it and make sure you're wet first because it can be really painful for your boyfriend also if you aren't. This position is all about the angles, so you can try arching your back away from him so that you create almost a diagonal and he'll be touching the vagina wall. From here, you don't want to shift your weight up and down, but you want to grind back and forth, kind of like a rocking motion. It's all in the hips, so if you can isolate your hips from the rest of your body and focus on moving them gently back and forward towards and away from him, it'll work. I suggest that you start slowly and then you build up as you both get comfortable and also this position can get really uncomfortable for your boyfriend if you start moving too quickly because there's just too much friction. I know this can actually hurt a lot of guys just when they're sensitive. So you might find it easier if he doesn't spread his legs very far so that your knees are closer together and you have a wider range of motion. From here, this is super hot. Like he can touch your clit. You can extend the angle by leaning back a bit and coming closer, having one arm around his neck as you slide back. Also, try not to worry about your weight because you won't crush him with your body weight, especially if you're straddling him. For example, like if you feel yourself slipping, hold onto him and rest your feet under his thighs so you have more support. I think people don't do this often enough and they just sort of end up sliding off. But if you just plant your your feet underneath the crease between his lower and up his like lower thigh and calves, if that makes sense, um, you'll definitely have more support. Um I mean once you've tried that and you start to feel more comfortable with it you should try what I think is known as the rocket. This feels amazing for most women. And ladies, squats definitely come in handy here because you're essentially doing a very low squat. So you have your feet planted on the bed or on the ground. Also, this would be great in a car because you have the side handles to hold on to. But basically, you have to hold something behind you for support. So obviously, your hands behind your body and you're leaning onto them for support so you're going to be at a sort of 45 degree angle away from your boyfriend and you're going to be grinding by raising yourself onto your feet a little bit back and forth so you're essentially squatting up and down but also away from him and back towards him at the same time I'm not sure I've explained that really well but try try it first where you're on your knees and you're on top and then once you feel comfortable put your hands behind you then get onto the balls of your feet 
and start rocking backwards and forwards, like doing a very tiny squat. Um, I think people think that the rocket looks kind of awkward, um, but honestly, your boyfriend's going to have an amazing view. And I think it's really hot when girls just take control and do whatever they need to do to get off, even if it looks a little strange from their point of view. Also, the other way of doing this that might feel more advanced but is really simple, actually, is writing your boyfriend while you're both lying down. So, 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 so intimate. And again, I think the slower, the better. But you're probably going to find it easiest when you're on your knees. You can really easily be riding him and gently push him back onto the bed so you're at a 90 degree angle on your knees. From here, you want to just lie on top of him which is going to change the angle considerably and will probably feel amazing because, again, it's hitting your wall rather than just going straight upwards. Also, just be careful you aren't hurting him because sometimes, I don't know, just, it can be sensitive. Um, the trick with this one is to rub against him rather than forcibly grind or shift your weight up and down. I think you should just try it and see how it feels and what feels good for both of you. Also, depends on how comfortable, how you feel about your weight, how comfortable you feel in general. But I know you said you're worried about crushing your boyfriend, so take it very easy and don't worry about that. Um, you don't have to rush into anything and you don't have to look like a porn star and be bouncing like crazy. Um, I think the position where you're on top is actually best when you're just relaxed and it's very slow. Um, finally... I really briefly want to talk about the writing position, which is popularized by porn. I think girls think that guys want to be twerked on, which I know does not come naturally to everyone. But if you want to try this, I suggest you practice twerking in general first and find what comes most naturally to you. Maybe you're better at going very quickly or you're better at whining. I don't know. Um... <laughs> So when you're on top, like I said before, this is just about isolating one part of your body. Um, and don't worry about looking weird. Again, this feels great and it just shows you're putting in effort. So you're going to thrust your hips a little, but don't just try to shake your ass. I think that just feels horrible probably for your boyfriend, but literally thrusting your hips up and down and simultaneously moving your bum. I know that sounds really impossible, but... It, it can be done, let me tell you. Um, also, you really don't need to have a big bum to pull this off. It's much more about technique than size. So don't feel disheartened. Every, anyone and everyone can do this. Practice twerking first. And then try it out on him. <laughs> Obviously, he can't see you doing this. But if you just grab his hands and put them on your bum, then he'll know what you're doing. <laughs> I hope that was clear and not too crude. Um, you can always elevate this position by rubbing your clit or asking your boyfriend to so that you you stimulate both areas at once, which is such a win. And don't sweat it about your weight because anyone can master this position with a little bit of practice. Seriously, do not worry about crushing your boyfriend. If you start from the beginning like I've recommended you do with straddling him and then work your way to lying down on him and then you know if you want to try twerking on the dick <laughs> um yeah you you can you've definitely got this i hope you feel a little better about it now that you really have fun with this one 
Um, it's an amazing position and I hope I was able to give some some constructive advice. I know it's not the easiest thing in the world, but it feels great. And now I'm going to play Barcelona by Henry Green. Hope you guys like it. Barcelona by Henry Green. Also, sorry, I've shifted my position, so maybe it sounds a bit louder now. I hope the sound quality is still good. So, last question of this episode reads as follows. Hi, my boyfriend is so perfect, and I feel like a toadstool standing next to him. He's so handsome, popular, kind, athletic, and funny, and he's the funniest guy at our school. Sorry, I didn't read that right. (laughs) 
I still don't understand why he chose me. We've been together for a year and my friends aren't supportive because they think he could do better than me. My family looked shocked when they first met him, which was really hurtful. We have an amazing connection and I love him, but I feel very insecure, especially with my friends expressing their disapproval. How do I get over this? Thanks. I love the podcast. <laughs> I'm glad you like the podcast. Um, what you're suffering with is called imposter syndrome, and it's really surprisingly common. I think a lot of people deal with it, although apparently it's most commonly felt in the workplace. So throughout your career, you feel as though you're an imposter in your job and that you don't actually belong there. Um, kind of thinking of it as like, if you guys haven't experienced it, like when you land the job of your dreams and you really feel like there was a fluke in the system and you, you had a really good day and you got hired for some ungodly reason. But now that you've got the job, everyone's going to find out that you're a massive fraud and that you can't actually live up to the standards of the work. And when you think about it, I mean, this is very applicable to your situation um, because this feeling of being an imposter is really a test of character. Or, I mean, that's how I like to think of it. You have two choices. You can either fight or you can fly. There's total natural selection here. Because in this scenario, you have to either adapt to your circumstances and actually become the person you think would get the job, or you flounder and you quit and you fall on your ass. And this is the same, because you have to decide either you leave this gorgeous sounding man out of shame of not being good enough, or you become the person who would be worthy of being his girlfriend. And for the record, you are worthy, obviously, because he chose you for a reason. And you have to start believing that and you have to just change your mindset. I don't think you need to change a thing physically because clearly your boyfriend is attracted and committed to you. But like I said, your mindset has got to change because the insecurity you're talking about, it never looks cute. And also, I think there's this thing that I, I'm going to talk about this with an episode. I'm going to do an episode with my mother and we're going to talk about this, but I think men have a really good sense of smell. And I don't just mean like, oh, you're wearing a really nice Victoria's Secret body spray today. I mean, I think men have a really good capability of smelling a woman's senses and a woman's internal monologue, like how men are really good at knowing when you've just moved on from them and that's when they decide to crawl back into your life. Anyway, I think men can really smell insecurity from a mile away and I don't think anyone would be in a position to be attracted to you and to be committed to you if they thought you were insecure or didn't think you were worthy enough to be with them. I mean, who wants to be with someone who's constantly asking, well, I'm not good enough, like, why did you choose me? Oh, I don't understand why I got so lucky. Girl, he's lucky to be with you. Also, I think that if you continue to have this insecure mindset, which it sounds like you didn't have this insecure mindset when you got together, but now you kind of feel obliged to feel insecure because of your friends and your family, that insecurity can so easily turn into trust issues. I mean, if you're insecure that you don't look as good as your boyfriend or that you aren't as popular or funny as your boyfriend, imagine how easy it is to start developing 
jealousy when he starts to hang out with, with not starts but when he sees female friends or when he's having a good time without you for some reason because then you have that nagging feeling in the back of your mind that says oh he's out with someone else right now or oh he can't stand to be around you because you're so ugly or whatever and I know that imposter syndrome is mostly brought on by the reactions of your friends and family in this case but it is a marker of insecurity you buy into the imposter syndrome because you truly don't think you're good enough for your partner now the first thing to do is to stop listening to that self-flagellating voice in your head telling you that you aren't attractive or smart or funny enough to be with your boyfriend what you're doing is you're giving yourself negative self-talk which is so 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 harmful to your relationship because you're actually manifesting your boyfriend realizing that he can do better than you i haven't talked about manifestation on here very much or probably at all but law of attraction is real (laughs) and you are probably manifesting these bad things happening to you and your relationship because of your internal monologue that's so negative I don't want to make you panic but I want you to realize that you have to fake it until you make it truly I'm not sure of the exact scientific name and I'm really sorry but I know that there are cognitive biases that actually make our worst thoughts come true you see the brain it never likes to be wrong it never likes to be stood corrected so for example if you're um let's let's say you're drunk and you're wearing high heels and you suddenly have to walk down a big fucking flight of steps right every every girl's worst nightmare but if you start thinking to yourself oh my god i'm gonna fall i'm gonna fall and break my neck on these stairs just before you take your first step you will probably take a tumble and that's because your brain doesn't want to be wrong and it will actually make you fall I know that sounds like a complete pseudoscience, but that is actually a very well-tested phenomenon in psychology, and I have to look more into it. Sorry that I don't know the full name of it, but my point here, I don't think you're going to fall down the stairs, but when you catch yourself thinking something negative, you have to correct it. So when you think, for example, oh, my boyfriend could do so much better than me, or I really am so unattractive compared to him, or what does he see in me? Each time you catch yourself thinking like this, you have got to snap the fuck out of it and correct yourself. So instead of thinking negatively, you should probably replace it with a positive thought. Something like, you know, he's so lucky to be with me, we're both really attractive, or he appreciates how amazing I am and that's why we're together and we're an amazing couple. We have amazing chemistry and we're both really hot. Because when you stop talking down to yourself, you can actually get back to enjoying your relationship. And more importantly, you can start working on yourself until you feel more confident. This cognitive bias that makes you fall down the stairs when you're drunk, it also works in the opposite way. So if you start feeding yourself positive thoughts, positive affirmations, and you just have happy feelings about your relationship and your worthiness, they will come true. Seriously. You just have to start treating yourself better and speaking nicely to yourself. And I want to speak very briefly about your friends. Hmm. Your friends. Hmm. Believe it or not, 
friends like yours actually don't want to see you succeed because they see you leveling up and they see you dating someone out of your league and they feel threatened. You see, you're the accumulation, you're the average of the five people you spend the most time with. And if your friends see you ascending from their sort of subpar swamp level and their jealousy and inability to change themselves doesn't push them to change and better themselves, they would rather drag you right back down to zero with them. Not all friends are like this. Real friends who care about you and your happiness would never make you feel like that. And they would never make you think that you're inferior to whoever you're dating. They would support you and be happy for you. But these don't sound like the kind of friends who really hope for you to succeed in all aspects of your life. They probably secretly hope that they can always dominate you. Even if it's not a conscious thought, we sometimes have these fake friends who are only really interested in friendship with us when we're at our lowest and when they can always look at us from above and think of themselves as infinitely superior and better. You being with someone out of your league is a complete threat to them because now they can't control you and manipulate you as easily. When you're not with someone super attractive who is insane and beautiful as you've described your boyfriend to be, it is that much easier for them to manipulate you and to make you feel awful about yourself. But when you're with someone incredible, you're more out of their reach. You are out of their league, if anything. Don't for a second think for these that these people are your friends because I'm telling you right now they're not and you should not listen to a word they say because those are the same people who would secretly probably be happy that you've if you've broken up with your boyfriend or if you get dumped. They would not celebrate your success. As for your family, I mean, maybe it's the same thing. I mean, you said they looked surprised when they saw your boyfriend for the first time, so it could be a good surprise. But honestly, I think you need to, first of all, stop with the negative talk, recognize that you are suffering with imposter syndrome, ditch your friends, appreciate your boyfriend and your relationship and continue to stay happy within it and build your own confidence from within. I mean, I don't think you have to change a thing about yourself personally, physically, but if you level up in your mindset, you'll realize that your friends, your friends don't really give a shit about your happiness and they'd rather see you back down to zero with them. And that was the last question for this week. I'm now going to play Naturally by Amir Obe. Chef kiss song. Lost my mind, thousand times, it's just you, you. try not find, lost inside, lost in time, lost my love, lost my mind. Trying to find some songs to relate to, I'm trying to find excuses to hate you, ain't no makeup out here gonna make you, and ain't no breakup with me gonna break you, heartless. At times I feel the darkness Sometimes I think you want this You got this, you got this Just don't ignore the signs, you can't stop this No, Lost my mind, thousand times It's just you, Try no fun Lost inside, lost in time Lost my love, 
That was Naturally by Amir Obey, and that was all from me this week. Thank you so much for listening. I really hope you found something interesting to take away from this episode. Maybe you didn't know about imposter syndrome or that weird little cognitive bias I talked about, or maybe now you're a little more interested in manifestation and the law of attraction. But either way, I had a really good time reading your questions and answering them, and um, I hope I've been able to help you guys with your love life and sex dilemmas as always i would love to know what you guys think of the podcast you can head to yourplaytimeradio.com and click on the connect tab and leave me some feedback i always love to know your thoughts and your ideas i want to make the show as best as it possibly can be and for that i really want your input um, also to submit your own question and song request you can obviously head to the same website yourplaytimeradio.com and go to the submit link. The submit link is also in my Instagram bio. Instagram is Playtime Radio 69. The submission is completely anonymous. I will never see your name, read your name at all. Um, you know, this podcast is about me answering your questions and that's all I really care about. Again, I'm also on Facebook under Playtime Radio. Um, and if you guys could leave a five-star review that would be great. Um, I think the only person who's left a review on the podcast is my dad. Um, and he wrote, (laughs) he wrote the review under the name Daddy Cool. So please don't make me look so lame and please just review me. (laughs) Okay. Well, that is all from me for now. I will be back really, really soon with some more content. I have a lot more questions to answer and I'm really excited to do it. I hope you're all having an amazing weekend 
and yeah, stay sexy. Mwah.